Enough with embrace debate. Pointless yelling at each other on ESPN and Fox. Yet very little actual content. It's time for a change. A voice from the fan. For the fan. The most compelling topics in sports. All covered here. This is Corbett's Corner. Welcome in. This is the Wednesday edition of Corbett's Corner. Matthew Cruz with me. I'm Dylan Corbett getting into some college football, college hoops as well. Matt's got to be feeling great. The Illini disposing of those frauds, Duke. Those frauds, Duke. Coach K with some interesting comments. We'll uh, dive into that. Uh, but first, let's start with college football. Uh, you know, games are getting canceled left and right, both sports, basketball and football. It's been tough. But again, the committee's just unwavering. Big Ten coming out today saying, whatever, we need Ohio State in there. Fuck you guys. Uh, I mean, okay, you know, why do we even have these rules anyway if you're just going to break them uh, for just to get the dollar? Like, we're seeing how greedy this whole thing is. Uh, it's never been so bare and naked than it has been during 2020. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of like a dull week, especially for me and I guess for you as well because Notre Dame just waiting for – uh, the chance again to knock off Clemson for a second time. Boston College, we're waiting to see if we're even going to play a bowl. A, a total letdown spot. Jakovic ended up not playing, and we lose against Virginia. Six and five, year one under Halfley. Some great moments. Bam, sign me up. I'll take it. I want Halfley to coach our basketball team for the rest of the year. Jesus Christ. Um, we'll dive into that as well as BC led by 14 over Minnesota and ended up losing an OT. Shocker. Um, but first of all, conference championship, we're all looking forward to that. That's going to kind of decide everything. Cincinnati, they moved down behind Iowa State. It was like a big fuck you from the committee anyway. Uh, and it's basically we're looking at the same four teams, right, Matt? Uh, you're gearing up for your ACC title chance for Notre Dame. Going to be weird, right? Uh, a notorious independent program going to be hoisting it. What are they going <laughs> to put that in the trophy case, the ACC championship in 2020? Absolutely, dude. Let it be known that the one year we Notre Dame comes into a conference, they run the table and possibly if they were to win, they would be running the table. Right. Um, I, I love the fact that they, a few years ago, they did join like the ACC in a sense, football wise, they started playing an ACC schedule for half in addition to half of their normal rivalry games, like USC, yeah. it used to be Michigan, uh, all those schools, army, Navy, those guys. Um, so that's been good. Yeah. I'm excited. We got two weeks, so a little bit of a layoff there. It'll be a really good test to see where this team is. Um, I mean, they're not going to be favored. It'll probably be Clemson by a touchdown again. Yeah. In all seriousness, maybe less. Somewhere between the five to seven range. And as long as Notre Dame doesn't get blown out, they should be fine to make the playoffs. But it's, I mean, hell, go out there and win and keep Clemson out. That would be pretty cool. That would also ensure not only do you not play Clemson, you would not play Alabama in the semifinal. Right. You lose, you're probably getting – knocked to four and you'd have a tough matchup with Bama assuming Bama wins out um you know it's interesting Florida kind of controls their own destiny uh if they win they are surely in as the SEC champ uh them and Bama both but then it's like Texas A&M they don't have to play Bama they can get in if everyone else slips up so that's interesting yeah Iowa State climbing hopefully they don't get in there I'd rather see Cincinnati instead of them 
or yeah, Oklahoma. I knew as soon as they were what one and two. Now all of a sudden they're seven and two. They're steaming their way into that top ten. Yeah, I mean Bama's got Arkansas. They're thirty-two point favorite. You know that's barring a colossal upset. That's not going to happen. I don't think Florida's going to slip up against LSU at home. They're twenty-three point favorite. So again, looking forward to you know conference championship week. Um, you said it, Florida controlling their own destiny. Kyle Trask, he's got to be the favorite for the Heisman. But it might be a high – is it any possible way that that's like a Heisman decision game, that SEC title between him and Mac Jones? But Mac Jones's numbers are incredible as well, but Trask is just lighting up the board with 38 touchdowns, which is clear in a way the leader uh, in football. But also what Mac Jones has going against him is kind of the USC factor where Bush and Liner were always stealing votes from each other. Najee Harris has 20 rushing touchdowns, uh, and, you know, they're, they've got receivers galore. They've got yeah, almost three guys. The, how about Devontae Smith? He's yeah, exactly. So they've got three guys that have a legitimate case to be sitting there as a Heisman finalist, which I think is why Trask is like a lock. He is likely, yeah. And thing is, so I just look. The the Heisman ceremony is January fifth, so they will have all these bowl or not all these bowl games, but they'll have these championships in play. Mm-hmm. I don't think the semifinal will have been played by then. Maybe, uh, yeah, it will. It's New Year's Day, so actually, but they should have made up their minds before the semifinal, right? Anyway, will be in, yeah. But anyway, yeah, it, I think it's Kyle Trask. He's like he's doing what Joe Burrow did last year. We're talking about it. Like, I don't don't know why he's been incredible. Uh, Yes. Championships as for Ohio state. So yes, they're, you know, they met this morning, they're revisiting the rule of six games to play in the big 10 championship. But also uh, there's a rule that I said this to a few people, there's a rule that allows two teams whose opponents canceled on them because of COVID. So here Michigan canceled on Ohio state. Right. Purdue was shut down yesterday awaiting tests they may cancel on Indiana there's a rule that they put in before the season that said those two teams can schedule each other Ohio State and Indiana I don't know if Indiana would want to do that because they're the ones who play again right right so there's that but also the rule that is preventing them from playing is a rule that was put in place by the commissioners before the season. Which was so stupid. Well, but they can just as easily say we're removing the rule and they're going to, and no one's going to outcry, you know? Right. And look, all these big 10 fans and schools saying it's not right. Keep the rule in place. You agree to this. Those people are dumb. Unless if you're like Michigan, where you just hate Ohio state, the rest of the big 10 should want Ohio State in the college football playoff. It's good for the conference. All the schools get money. It, it's a win. Like, there's no lose. There's not – it's not good for anyone if the Big Ten is not represented in the mm-hmm. playoff. You know, if you're Michigan and you just hate Ohio State, that's fine. Uh, biggest rivalry in college football. But, like, all the other schools, yes, you want Ohio State to be in the Big Ten championship. You want them to be in the college football playoff. I, I totally agree with that, and I'm not one of those guys that are, like, out crying, like, this is crazy. I just think it's so fucking funny how this is a total about face. It just shows, like, this isn't this isn't level playing field. This isn't you guys have a fighting chance. It's no. It's the big boys get what the big boys want, the television. Yeah. It's all a show for you. The college football playoff was created by ESPN. Uh, like, so they're going to pick whoever the fuck they want. If they want to move North Carolina up three spots when they lose, sure, why not? If they want to keep toying with Coastal Carolina, moving them up to 13, uh, you know, they'll do whatever they want. 
uh, you're never going to see a UCF until we get more until ESPN gets more greedy and all of a sudden we have eight teams and then all of a sudden we'll see maybe an eight seed do it. But yeah, again, I'm all for Ohio State being there. Those are the top four teams. It's just so it's so funny. You know, it, it's just a crazy season that we've got outcry from both sides. But again, I'm with you. I want to see the best football. There, uh, Ohio State would be the ones who suffer the most if Florida beats uh, Alabama and if Clemson beats Notre Dame. Right. Ohio State's the team that could get pushed out. Even if they play in the Big Ten Championship, they could just say, look, Florida's, uh, Florida and Bama's 10-1 and schedule in the SEC was more impressive than your seven wins in the Big Ten. So. Yeah, the, I, their opponent's record right now, who they beat, is like 8-24. and Like, it's not impressive. You know, Indiana, a good team, that's their biggest win. But, um, yeah, I think that puts a bow on college football. We'll hope to watch, uh, you know, hopefully everything goes to a tee here this week, and then we'll have conference championships for the right to a championship. Okay, uh, let's get to college hoops. Uh, some big games yesterday I want to get to and highlight. Iowa beats UNC. They cover uh, Illinois covers as a dog. They bl- basically blow out Duke. How about two losses of Cameron Indoor? Of course, there's no Cameron Crazies there. And then Coach K with, of course, just some interesting, <laughs> some interesting thoughts that, of course, look terrible after you get blown out at home. Um, let's start with Iowa. Luca Garza, I said, don't, uh, don't believe in him. He's the favorite. Fade the favorite for player of the year. Fade Iowa. Uh, yeah, they look legit. They beat UNC. Garza's taken over the sport so far. <laughs> um, what did you see so far, Matt? Uh, pretty big win for Iowa. Should we take them seriously as one of the top dogs? Yeah, they they are the real deal. I was probably selling them a little too short. But also we saw yesterday, like, where their flaws are too. They got up to a huge early lead because they can score the basketball. Uh, Them and Gonzaga are in a class of their own of their ability to score. And But then we saw that they struggled defensively. They let North Carolina get back in the game, and then they eventually pull away again at the end. So, um one, play their overs because their <laughs> games are over machines. Mm-hmm. But two, yeah, Luca Garza, he, uh, they act, they actually for once made a good comparison last night. They compared him to Tyler Hansborough. I think that was partially obviously because they're playing UNC, but it fits the bill. Just a motor that never stops. He's always getting his hand on the ball in the scrums, finishes around the rim uh, all the time, can step out, shoot it. But then, yeah, they have very good pieces around them. Jordan Bohannon, uh, the Wise Camp kid, they can shoot, they can score, they play with pace. So we'll see. I, Connor McCaffrey, don't like him, but he's a nice glue player. I think they're, they are the real deal. I, I think it's Gonzaga still, and even Baylor. I, yeah. um, we didn't get to see them play, but uh, Gonzaga and Iowa play in the next week or two, I believe. So hopefully that happens, considering Gonzaga is shut down right now. Yeah, no kidding. They're going through uh, their outbreak. Um, Iowa playing in the toughest conference, the Big Ten, Illinois, with a huge win for the Big Ten over the ACC. Uh, Duke, again, looking like a shell of himself. I don't know if it's early season struggles, but Duke, Kentucky, obviously really hurting here early on, and Illinois nabs a huge win. Um, They win by 14. So how do you think Illinois would match up with Iowa, right? Those two got to be at the top of the conference for you? Yeah, those two and Michigan State. And Wisconsin's there, but they showed why they might struggle. I don't know that. uh, I don't know that Wisconsin is. That was pretty much wire to wire last night, was it not, for Illinois? Oh, yeah. They got up to a 13-2 lead, and the game was never within 10 points. (laughs) It's crazy. 
maybe 10, 10 minutes left. Yeah, I you I can tell like when you watch a team like within two minutes, I immediately pulled the trigger on Illinois team total over. You could just tell that they were dialed in. They're gonna score the rims at Cameron Indoor are soft. So that, no, they got out to a good start. Look, the freshmen are showing they belong. Adam Miller three for three last night shooting in the first ten minutes of the game after a tough game against Baylor. Curbelo, I tweeted this. He if he he's like a four year player. Adam Miller's a one and done. Curbelo is a four year type player. He's gonna like be one of the all time greats at Illinois, assist leader, passing or scoring stuff like that. He he's special. Uh, yeah, they Kofi Io is right there next to Luca Garza in the Player of the Year talk, first team All American talk. So we'll see. I'm glad they bounced back the way they did. Although I. Duke is right next to Kentucky for me in terms of yeah I mean they're slipping being overrated uh they're not good they don't look good and coach K's comments there's just okay I have two questions would he be saying that if they were 4-0 and ranked top five right now no he you know he might say it if they like got shut down or and they were still like a top five team then maybe but there's no like you're going, your team is healthy. You're just not good. And, but then another question, and this is a fair question. If the season hadn't started yet, would it be starting today with all the breakouts that are happening and everything? I have an answer. What do you think? Uh, I mean, it, it's tough again, if they paused it, I think they saw everyone was going for their money. College football is trudging through cancellations. Anyways, college basketball is going to do it. They know how much March madness means to them. They, went through a cancellation of one of the tournaments they can't do a second um so again i we kind of talked about this on wing it's just like everyone sees the vaccine uh and we're kind of just trudging through what's going to be a horrific month or two here i think yeah i don't think they would start it right now if they hadn't started yet i think they would wait for the vaccine which they would go and just play conference only maybe yeah maybe that but then like accept the may madness concept and just yeah you know, if you start in January and then, but yeah, yeah, maybe do shorter. You know, fifteen games. You just play your conference in January, February. You can still do March Madness. So I don't think they're gonna put like across like a universal halt or a pause. I think they're gonna keep trudging through the best they can. It, yeah, one hundred percent. It's my thoughts on Coach K's comments are just yeah, exactly. Hey, say that before the game, you idiot. I mean, what do you do? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He, even if he does believe that, which I'm sure he does, because this is you know, it's all I get it's it. Fair stance. Yes. No. You're not going to be wrong saying, looking around and saying, "Hey, this feels kind of wrong. This feels greedy. This feels seedy. This feels wrong." Um, but again, too, it's like, dude, like you're going to say that after you got blown out back to back times uh, at home, Cameron indoor, and you're going to kind of make the comment, "No, we should pause until maybe our numbers look better and we can actually get some people in Cameron indoor." Like, I like, I understand he probably meant. Uh, well, but again, where were you saying this maybe at the beginning when college football was going through this you, until you get in there and you suffer a couple of losses here? Now, all of a sudden, you want to get your hot take that maybe this is a little bit dirty. No shit, buddy. Um, yeah. uh, supposedly, he did say stuff like this before the season. But then again, he could have seen his shit team in practice for a few weeks and be like, we should not be. Fun. Yeah, he'd be like, pump yeah. the brakes. We're not good. Um, yeah, but- I'm with you, like right after a game like there's just no way 
But no. it's not like, and I've heard like we're forcing these kids to, these kids want to play also, you know, it's not like they don't like, 100%. and and again, it's money for, this is money. Again, we're all rushing to the money, but this is money that funds women's programs. This is money that gets people jobs, people that work concession stands when we're allowed to have people back in Cameron indoor, you know, it's a, again, there is a lot of greed in college sports, but it is a huge part of the nation's economy. Uh, people need to realize that. So again, it's not one or the other. It's just kind of, again, I'm not yelling at coach K saying, how could you say this? How, you're lying. It's just, dude, like, are you serious? Maybe just don't say that after back-to-back losses there at home. Um, yeah. I think that's all we had there. Anything else you have college hoops, college football podcast here on Corbett's corner. Uh, that's about all I got. All right. Well, that wraps it up on a Wednesday. I move on Monday. I'm excited. I might do another life update, Coach, uh, Coach Coach's Corner, uh, Corbett's Corner coming up here once we get moved, kind of show how we're doing. Uh, maybe Matt will join me as well, and we'll kind of get in the studio and just kind of give you guys the vision for what we have for 2021. Um, so that'll be coming up on the horizon. All right, he's Matt Cruz, and I'm Dylan Corbett. Uh, take care, folks. Enjoy your Wednesday, and we'll be back to talk to you on Corbett's tomorrow. Check out Wednesday's edition as well.